Hello. You are listening to the Grieving Parents Sharing Hope podcast. We are here to walk with parents on their unwanted journey of child loss, guiding them to a place of hope, light, and purpose, not in spite of their child's death, but as a way to honor his or her life. And now, here is your host, author, speaker, and bereaved parent, Laura Deal. Hi, we are right in the middle of our Road to Repair series where we are looking at the breakdown in our bodies physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So the first two weeks we looked at our emotional breakdown and the mental breakdown, and that's our soul. And last week we started looking at the physical breakdown after the death of our child. Last week we talked about four different aspects or parts of the physical things that can happen to us after our child dies, legitimate things that we need to be aware of and things that we can do to help strengthen ourselves and bring ourselves a a little healing in our lives physically. And this week we're going to tackle the issue of sleep, which affects all of us after the death of our child, doesn't it? This episode is actually a continuation of last week with our special guest, Danae Martindale. And Danae is a friend of mine. Our daughters knew each other before they passed. And it was actually after my Becca and Danae's Naomi passed away that we really got to start knowing each other and our friendship really began to grow. Danae has a passion for helping people to see the connection between their physical health and their mental health, especially those who have faced trauma and tragedy like we have, and helping guide them to a place of wholeness, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And I do see Danae as someone that I can go to with questions about my health. And this is just an area that she is really good at. She has so much good information. So with that, let's go ahead and get started in our discussion with Danae about sleep. You mentioned sleep. You mentioned it earlier and you mentioned it just now. I know my father-in-law, one of the things that I hear him say once in a while is one of the most spiritual things you can do is get some sleep. (laughs) I agree. I agree with that. (laughs) Yeah, let's just address that issue of sleep a little bit, because I think we tend to feel guilty that we feel like we always want to be in bed. And it might not be a want. It's probably a need of recovery for our spirit, for our soul, for physically, mentally. It's we're in a recovery period and sleep is part of that, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thankfully, at at, um you know, my, my point in the journey of after losing our daughter, I was at a place in God that I was free from all guilt and shame, of, you know, and, um, and uh, there was years, years that I put myself under guilt of, you know, not, I should be doing this or shouldn't be doing it, whatever. But, you know, um, yeah, so just listen to your body. And if you're exhausted, then get some sleep and, um, you know, take the nap, you know, and, um you know, I now, uh, I still need like nine hours. I like nine hours. I like nine hours of sleep. And I still have some broken sleep at times. Um, not nearly as regular, at, you know, but um, 
uh, here the, in the last few nights I have a little bit. And um, it, when you miss even just an hour, you're awake for an hour, hour and a half, two hours. It That broken sleep just, you know, it's really um, – uh, not it's yeah that really throws you off throws you off and it's really important to get into REM too you know where you're um, in that real deep sleep and um, where you're dreaming you know if you're dreaming you, can, you know you're in a real deep sleep and um, sometimes you know we might need some uh, uh, help with that and one of the other things that I really like too about the company that we partner with they have a bioidentical melatonin you know our body naturally produces melatonin but the older we get um, we also the, that declines some, and so sometimes we need that extra support. So there's that I, that I like too to give you um, a little more melatonin to put you to sleep. But the other thing too that's helpful is to stay away from electronics at least a good uh, hour to have thirty minutes to an hour before you go to sleep. Instead, read a book, you know, just and don't sleep um, with electronics near you, and make sure your room's very very dark. So well, explain that electronics thing, Danae, because I think we need to know why. I mean, you can just throw that out there, but I, okay. I know you, with you being analytical, I know why. Um, <clears throat> I, um, but it, it disrupts everything. So so tell us why that's so important. Well, you might know a little bit more. I mean, I've heard it, but I don't know if I can repeat it. As well as maybe you might be able to, or um, I've heard it, but <clears throat> it's just you know the the blue light, the the light, and then just the electrical. Um, it messes with our system, doesn't yes, it? it? Messes, yeah, it does. It messes with your system, and it's just uh, it's you're stimulating yourself a lot, lot more, and you don't want to be stimulating yourself. You're starting to wind down. You want to help your body. Help your body. There again, help your body by um, getting away from that stuff. Get yourself in a place of. Um, you know, starting to wind down and quiet your mind and quiet your, quiet your body and, um, you know, get away from that stuff that's going to be stimulating, overstimulating your, your, your mind and, and your body. It's just, uh, yeah, maybe you know a little bit more. I'm sorry. I'm just not, it's not. Oh, coming. no, that's okay. I just, I, you know, I don't remember all the terms and everything either. I do know that I actually picked myself up a pair of those yellow glasses because it cuts out whatever those blue rays that you were talking about there's something about as as that gets into our system and it's telling our body to wake up wake up wake up you know all the electronics and everything because we have an electronic system our body is an electronic system yep. and so the electronics around us can mess with that we don't realize that and so when it's time to go to sleep if we just turn off the tv and then we're wondering why we're lying there or we've been on the computer we're wondering why we can't sleep it's because all this technology while it's so wonderful it messes with our system and mm -hmm. and so it takes our body like you said half an hour to an hour is my understanding of our body to just get rid of all the stuff that are the cues to keep us awake from sitting in front of a screen, you know, and people can do a study on that. There may be people that, that want to. Now, the whole sleep issue, Danae, there are some people, some parents saying, yeah, I would love to get more sleep, but every time I lay down, my mind won't shut off. Mm. You know, I keep seeing things, I keep hearing things, I keep thinking things. So we talked about shutting down electronics, you talked about like the natural melatonin, getting a good grade melatonin, are there some other things that people can do that will relax our bodies or tips or things that we can do that can kind of put us in that sleep mode to help us sleep once we lay down, you know, to get these, our mind turned off? Yeah. 
I totally relate to that. My mind was racing for months and months, and it was really hard to shut off the brain. And then you don't, like you say, if the brain's racing, you're not going to get a good rest. So that's a process. Um, I think just praying, keep crying out to the Lord, trying to fix your mind on the you know good things, that's a challenge. It really is. Um, the other thing, our son is very big on stretching. He stretches every morning and every night. And um, I found just being in Pio that uh, stretching is huge. It's it's just a huge, has a huge benefit. And so just doing some light stretching at, at night, um, even before you go to bed, is another way that you can kind of wind down, you know, get your body in, in, um, in, a, in a place ready to um, you know, go to sleep. So uh, yeah, I think thinking, trying to get, keep your mind, um, you know, thinking on good things and um, just being prayerful in your thoughts and um, thinking about those, uh, you know, I think about those verses that um, I will both lie me down in peace and sleep. And Lord, I, you know, just pray, being prayerful. And then, but the stretching and then just, um, you know, getting away from the electronics um, and just not eating, you know, for sure don't eat, be, be eating high glycemic foods before you're going to be going to bed. You know, eat a glow glycemic meal for sure. Um, and uh, just do all that you can to help your body. And I think sometimes our body handles caffeine different at that point. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, I can't, because I, it's like we could have, maybe I could have a, a coffee or a hot chocolate with my dinner and not realizing that now my body, that's what's keeping me up and not realizing that. And so, you oh, know, yeah. kind, of, kind of that, take some hit and miss things. You know, maybe I can't have this coffee this late at night anymore. Don't have it. See if you sleep better. You know, instead, I, not everybody likes tea, but, you know, some sort of a chamomile tea or something yeah. that helps relax our body, a nice warm bath. I've heard getting yes. into a routine, you know, the same mm -hmm. time every night, do the same couple of things, uh, do a foot spa, whatever's relaxing yeah. to you, read a book, yeah. um, you know, those kinds of things. Get your body into a routine, kind of like we do our kids. Yes. We know yeah. how important it is with our kids mm -hmm. to get them in a bedtime routine and when we become adults all of a sudden we feel like we don't need that anymore mm -hmm. and so you know to get back into that bedtime routine and I think one thing that you said is huge is like the the worship and the prayer I know for me that was huge to put on just some soft worship music yes. sometimes it had to be something with words because if it was an instrumental my mind would wander. If it was soft worship music with words, then my mind was thinking more about the words and drifting off to sleep. Plus, it just brings in the presence of God, which brings in the peace. Yes. So it's, it's, that's another suggestion for that. So, yeah, I'm glad you that's brought it up. very good. Thank you, Laura. That was, yeah, that was awesome. We're a team here, girl. Yeah, I love that. I know. <laughs> just thinking, I said, oh, great. Yeah. Just, I'm glad we're doing this together. <laughs> You know, I well, nobody has all the answers, do they? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. we don't want anyone to feel guilty about what they're not doing in this area of yeah. health. But we do want everyone to know that there are steps that they can take toward helping their body deal with the stress and the trauma, which will in turn help them deal with their emotions, with the mental stability, because they are so tied together. So is there anything else health-wise that you can think of that you just feel like it's important for people to know or something that we haven't covered yet? Well, I think we've covered kind of the five things that I um, think are very important and that I try to practice daily for good health. They, I heard a little saying, there's about a half a dozen things that makes about 80% of the difference in any area of your life. 
And I love that. And I got thinking about it concerning my health. I thought, you know what? That's true. It's not always half a dozen exactly. It's not exactly 80%, but you know what I mean? Kind of get the idea. About a half a dozen things practiced daily, that'll make about 80% of the difference. And so I think we've covered the five that I try to practice, which is um, good hydration, good food plan, high quality supplementation, exercise, and sleep. So yeah, those, if you can just, you know, give a little thought to each one of those and try to practice those, you're going to be on your way. Yeah. You know, as you said that sleep, I just thought of some, one other thing. Sometimes when we're getting ready to lay down, it helps to journal. Oh yes. Very good. Um, because those things that were, that as we lay down and those are the things that are going to start rattling around in our head, if we can take a few minutes and put it down on paper, it's, it's almost like it releases it from our mind. To it, we, it, we're able to let it go when it's on the paper to help us sleep better or even just taking uh, having a notebook by your bed and writing three to five things that you're thankful for I'm not thankful for anything find something you know I mean for us to say well you're th be thankful you're still alive and we're thinking uh, I'm not thankful about that I don't want to be here anymore without my child you know people are trying to be helpful but Thankful that I still have my other children. Thankful that I have, for you and I, other people don't have the blessing. We have grandchildren from the daughters we lost. Yes. That's yes. huge. That's huge, Laura, yes. You know, that's a blessing that we yeah. have. Yes. You know, I'm thankful that I haven't lost my house in all of this. I'm thankful that I can, if I want to, I live in a safe neighborhood where I can go out and take a walk if I want to. I'm thankful that I have access to a grocery store where I can go and get the bad food if that's, you know, if I'm into comfort food right now. You know, I'm thankful that my fish tank over there, my fish haven't died. At least something's, you know, I mean, there's something. And so I think sometimes before we lay down at night, to have a notebook by our bed to write some things down can also help us sleep better. That's so good, Laura, and you're right. And I, I didn't do a lot of journaling, and um, I have in, in uh, times past, but I didn't do a lot of journaling. I, I wish I had journaled more. I just was so broken, and I guess I just didn't, but I think it could be helpful, definitely can be helpful. And um, I agree with you, too, about the being thankful. Um, actually, as you're talking, I'm thinking about a, a book that a friend um, who also lost her daughter <laughs> gave me um, in, you know, a year or so into my healing journey. And uh, it's called 1,000 Gifts, and it's by Ann Voskamp. I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but what a beautiful soul. What a precious woman of God. And this, this book she wrote is so, it really, really ministered to me. And she was challenged by a friend of hers to make a list of 1,000 things that she was thankful for. And she took the challenge, and she had a notebook by her every day, one downstairs, one upstairs, and she would, at any moment when something would come to her mind, she would write it down, and it so transformed her life. And um, it's a beautiful book, and um, her, her story is uh, she lost a sister um, when she was young, and the, the little girl was hit by a truck and, and killed, and so her parents suffered through the loss of a child. And it's a beautiful story, and yeah, thankfulness is um is is truly a part and can really be helpful and like you said you know you don't want um there were there were many many days where i'd say god i just want to go home i made a choice i did i made a choice i was to live i finally came to a play, point where i said i want to live yeah i get that so <clears throat> with this book that helps me turn the corner here okay um, because 
I don't remember how long ago it was, a couple of years ago, on a whim, I just had this idea of making a gift basket, and I care, like a because I care basket, and GPS Hope, we have a Facebook page, and so I got this big basket, and I thought, if, if someone lost a child, what would I want to put in a basket for them? So I put all these things in a basket, and I took a picture of it, and I posted it on our Facebook page, and I said, hey... If this interests you or if, you know, this is just an idea for anyone who's interested, maybe we can, you can start making these I care baskets and giving them to people that you know as they lose a child. Well, you like this, like lit a fire under you <laughs> and um, you have just run with that to the point where it's actually become a ministry for you. So share about that because I'm so excited about it. Yeah, well, um, it was actually last summer okay. that you made the post. And when I read your post and you said, here's an idea, a Because I Care Basket to give to someone, you said, this is, these are the items that I would put in my basket. And I read that and I thought, oh my gosh, I love that idea. I love that. And I said, I'm going to go out today and get a basket and I know exactly what I'll put in my basket. And at that moment, it all came together for me. As far as the things that had God had placed in my hands or in my life that um, helped me in every area of my life to heal. And so I went out and got a basket, and I'm a procrastinator sometimes, trying to get better at that. But, um, you know, that just, like you say, it just so inspired me. And so it just so um, spoke to my heart, you know, and just, I just, I loved it. And the idea, and I just went right out to TJ Maxx, got myself a basket. Um, yeah, so together it's just a nice gift to give to uh, someone like in lieu of flowers or money or something that, you know, will really minister to them in, in every area to bring healing, I believe. So I, I love that. I love what you just said, you know, even instead of giving flowers or something else, give them a gift that will help them on the journey to healing because it is a journey and maybe they're not ready for everything in the basket. Right. Um, they have it for when they are ready. Is there anything else that we're missing here? I can't think of anything else right now, but thank you so much, Laura. I really appreciate the opportunity to be able to share. Oh, I'm, yeah. And you've, you've given us so much information. I'm just so thankful for that and a lot of encouragement, a lot of things to think about, to consider. And I, I just, I really hope every single person won't just be a hearer of this word, but they'll be a doer. They'll take something that they heard and they'll put it into action in this grieving process and you know something that will affect them either physically mentally emotionally or spiritually i hope you were blessed by this discussion with danae and there were some helpful things in there for you both last week and this week were actually a recording from our 2017 virtual summit which is a series of 18 session topics with over 20 guests that could be watched online when we first put it out there it can still be watched online, but it is now available in the GPS Hope online store. So if you're interested in checking that out, you can get that and or just look and see who the speakers are, what the subject titles are. Check it out at gpshope.org. Just go to our store and, and you'll see where the virtual summit is and the digital products. This is where we do our birthdays. 
and we have three birthdays this week to celebrate. First of all, we have Joshua Nicholson, who was born on October 9th, and Joshua is forever 29. We have Mitchell Ang, whose birthday is October 12th, and Mitchell is forever 17. And we have Isaac Kojo Karusko, who was born on October 14th, and Isaac is forever 10 years old. We celebrate with these families the day that God brought these children into the world. For those of you who might not know, my husband Dave and I live full-time in a motorhome, and we call it the Hope Mobile. It's a 38-foot bus-type motorhome called a Class A. Our home base is in southern Wisconsin, and as of the taping of this podcast, we're getting ready to pull out in less than two weeks for the next six months. Our itinerary is taking us southwest. The Hope Mobile has a bunch of hearts on it with the names of the children who have passed from this earth from all over the nation. And you can have your child added onto the Hope Mobile with all of the other kids who are already here. If you have FaceTime on your phone, we'll actually call you so that you can pick the spot and watch us put your child's heart on the Hope Mobile. There are seven colors to choose from. And to have a heart placed on the Hope Mobile, it is a $100 sponsorship, which helps fund the ministry of GPS Hope. To find out more about that, go to our website, gpshope.org, and just click on the store and then on the Memorial Heart Decal. It'll give you all the information and show you how you can sponsor a heart if you're interested in that. So that is all we have for you this episode, except I do want to remind you to hold on. Pain eases. There is hope.